welcome to the Life and Ministry Podcast, where we seek to have honest conversations about everyday life and the church. In today's episode, Matt, Chandler, and Paul continue their discussion on how to balance being a Christian and an American and how that should be reflected in the church. As a reminder, this conversation has been split up into two different episodes given the depth of the topic. This episode jumps in mid-conversation with the guys that concludes the topic from last week. If you missed last week's episode, be sure to check that out now. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Yeah, no, I, it, it's very, it's really that simple to me, to be honest. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Okay, so we would probably say um, that, hey, we probably shouldn't uh, sing political or just like, songs about the United States of America in the worship setting. So let me like kind of transition us a little bit. And so let me ask, like throw out, throw out a couple of other ideas. So let's say like, what do you think about like a greeter uh, who's like welcoming people in the building who has like, who's like wearing an American flag t-shirt. What about that? Like, are we like, okay with that? What do you think? I'm okay with it. I mean, sure. I, yeah, I, I'm okay. Okay. okay hold it. on, hold on, hold on. So let me, let me ask this question. Okay. So what, and you can ask me questions too. I, I, oh, I got, like, I got a question for that's you. That's fine. You can ask me questions, but let me ask this question. So you say you're okay with that. What about you as a youth pastor or maybe not? Let's just take you out of the equation. You don't have to answer, but what about like your pastor or a pastor? I'll answer like, for myself before my pastor. Can, but. <laughs> okay. Can, can they wear an American flag on their, on Sunday? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Th- this is my thing. Th- this like is my maybe thing. American flag shirt. <laughs> No, not an old Navy shirt. <laughs> you know, you I got one as a kid every year. I guess what we're saying our beef with a lot of this is, is like people's allegiance to something or demonizing the other side or praising praising something or something else. Just to wear an American flag to me isn't really necessarily making like a huge statement. I mean, I could wear, and I know this is probably like an annoying argument to make, but I could wear a Puerto Rican flag shirt or I could wear, like I have shirts from when I went to Europe with Michaela that I have shirts from the countries we've been to with the flag on it. Like, I feel like it's just a shirt. It's not a big deal. And I think what's dangerous is what, okay, Chandler, let me ask you something. What would be your reason for saying that they shouldn't wear it? If someone were to say no. <laughs> I, I just think that it goes back and I'm not trying to like default, but I think it goes back to the allegiance thing. And I think that there's work on the front end when it comes to like, when we talk about volunteers, so you really think, and I'm not trying to flip the question on you because I don't, I would say no, I would never probably wear an American flag shirt while I'm teaching on a Sunday. I would probably not do that. I genuinely, I genuinely don't feel like it's a big deal because, because yeah, I'm because not, you don't own one. The only thing I have, I have a, uh, I have a Scotty Pippen team USA Olympic Jersey that I okay, use for intramural see, sports in college. I think so that I do, different. So that has a flag on it. Um, no, to, so for our listeners, no, I do not have an American flag t-shirt, but I, I really, I know I will, I will answer with, I don't have one. I probably wouldn't just because I don't, I don't know. I don't have one, but I wouldn't think it was wrong to wear one. I'm not going to go as far to say like, you can't do this and this is wrong and this is heretical. Like, I'm not going to go that far, but I would feel kind of weird. Like if I went to a church and that pastor was wearing an American flag, I would feel weird by that. I, I really would. I don't know if I, I don't. I don't think that would necessarily bother me. I don't know. I I think that even back to your original question about volunteers and, you know, whatever, a greeter, right? Yeah. 
I guess a question let's like, let's give a realistic scenario then to this okay. is would you be okay with a greeter welcoming people into our church wearing a MAGA hat, a red make America great again hat? No. Okay. So would you be okay with a greeter wearing a black lives matter mask? Yes, but that's different. Why? Because because MAGA because because the way I see it so so yes and this is actually where I was going to go with the American flag thing to me wearing a MAGA hat is supporting a party so saying Black Lives Matter isn't supporting a party now I'm not trying to pick on anything specific but I think it would just like I think it would be weird for someone to wear like a like a Democratic hat or something but like to just wear an American yeah to wear a Biden hat or a Trump hat or a MAGA hat to me automatically comes off as divisive because you're pissing off about half the country like right away right but to just wear a black lives matter shirt or an american flag shirt i don't feel like you're saying i'm allegiant i'm making an allegiance to something i feel like you're doing that with a with a maga hat or a democratic hat i i see where y'all are saying on like just the american flag thing i think like if we were to take it a little bit further and say like hey what if this person had a shirt and like it had an american flag and then like also like I don't know, Jesus on a cross or something like that. Oh, like, that's see, when you begin to marry those two, it, that's, then maybe that's, that's different, right? Yeah, yes. Okay, that's okay. just, that's just I, weird. I, I'm clearing, I'm clearing that up a little bit, but okay. then to like what you're talking about, Paul, I just feel like the bottom line, and this is what I was going to say, when it comes to volunteers and like, even just staff, like, because it, it depends on how, how much do you, see or value like your door greeters and what position like do they have? Because if you were to say like as a as a pastor, should should I wear like a Black Lives Matter shirt? To be honest with you, and like I'm in support, I think Black Lives Matter. But is is Sunday morning the time for me to wear that shirt in our current climate? Honestly, probably not. Yeah, that's probably the better question to ask. And I know that that's like the answer to a lot of the line questions is we're asking the wrong question. Right. Like it doesn't have to be like a, Hey, do I wear a MAGA hat or do I wear a black lives matter? I think both of them, I think I'm okay if you want to wear either one of them, but I don't think it's the wisest thing to do. Well, I would argue, I I just don't know if the church is the place for like a platform like that, if that makes sense. I see what you're saying, but again, it goes back to a line, a platform for what? So like wearing a MAGA hat, you are saying, hey, I'm making a platform Republican Party or wearing a Biden hat. Hey, I'm making a platform. But to wear a Black Lives Matter shirt, I feel like you could just see that as, hey, I just right now feel a lot of social hurt around me. I'm loving my neighbor. I'm trying to I'm trying to love my neighbor. Yeah. And it's like that that almost seems more like a social justice. Like, hey, I feel like the church should be supporting this than a, hey, the church should know that I'm trying to make America great again and I'm voting Republican or, hey, I'm, I'm voting for Biden. So I'm wearing a Biden hat. That's where I see the differences is I I guess I don't see Black Lives Matter as being political. So I agree with you, but I'm like kind of playing devil's advocate here of like, we also have to recognize that if you walk in with a Black Lives Matter shirt, that people automatically put you in a specific box. So, so what you're calling as like not claiming a political party, unfortunately in our current political climate, which is why I'm saying, I think that you have to be considerate of like where we're at is like, people are putting you in that box, right? The greeter that might be wearing the American flag on, on their shirt would, would say, Oh yeah, like it's not a big deal. Or even wear an American flag with a cross or whatever. 
it, that same person might have a problem with somebody who's a door greeter wearing a, a Black Lives Matter shirt. Why? Because in our current political climate, that you automatically get placed in a box in one of those two categories. So if it were up to you, neither of them should wear this? So that goes back to what I was originally saying. I don't necessarily think that as a – what are you trying to accomplish as a greeter? And I think right now in your current climate, in our current political climate, you put on a MAGA hat or you put on a Black Lives Matter shirt as an effort to make a statement, whether that's for social justice or whatever. You put on a Black Lives Matter shirt, you recognize like, hey, like there are going to be people when I walk into the church that are obviously upset that I'm wearing this. And I think we're talking about greeters, right? I think as a greeter, I just don't know if that's like the best place to like wear that shirt. Sure. But I guess right there, which this answers a whole other conversation. So we don't have to talk about this, but I guess what frustrates me about your answer would be like, um, well, that came off strongly that I admitted to. Uh, What, what bothers me about it, I guess is so someone else gets offended because you were saying black lives matter. But if, but that's because of how they're interpreting that and and the fact that they get offended by that. So are they going to get offended if I wear a shirt that says, hey, you know, you should give money to orphan care. Like, I just see that as a, I, I see that as a thing that all Christians should be doing. So I'm going to wear it. Like, obviously, no one's going to be offended by that. But all of a sudden, people get offended because I want to say that, hey, we shouldn't be racist. So like, the, because they interpret that as political, the fact that you can't wear that shirt, like, is annoying. Yeah. I I agree with you. And I would even go as far as say, like me personally, like would I personally have a problem with somebody who is a greeter and I walked into a church wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt? No, I wouldn't have an issue with that. I'm just saying like, I recognize that there are people that would have an issue with that. And I understand to an extent why they have an issue with that because to a lot of people, and I would say, especially, I'm not going to say our churches, but in our, in the Bible belt, there's a lot, there's a lot of people that would automatically place you into a category. And so I would say it would, I would challenge whoever that person is to consider like the, not the, I don't even say the ramifications, but consider like, why do I need to wear this specific shirt in this specific position, which goes back. So I would say as a door greeter, you should probably be wearing your church's shirt. And I'm not saying that might be like an easy, like blanket no, answer to that great, or whatever. Yes. But but in, in as a door greeter, you are representing the church and you are representing Jesus Christ. And the bottom line to me is like, wear a church shirt, you know, and, and I think it goes, it goes back for me. It's the read the room thing. Like I remember when I started dating Caitlin in high school, her family, I don't remember exactly the subject, but they were having like a serious like conversation and the tension was high. And I'm the kind of person to like bring up a joke or something. And it, I remember her mom saying in that moment, like Chan, like read the room. <laughs> because what I said was inappropriate in the context that we yeah, were in. For sure. You know what I mean? So anyways. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think part of reading the room is in, and it's in fact, it's a political climate we're in. And that I think like to my brothers and sisters that are, are even tempted to wear a MAGA hat, consider what message that sends to our black brothers and sisters who right now feel a certain way about that certain candidate, you know? Like where where ninety percent um, of of black votes are not going to him, ninety percent, if not more. So we've got to be able to say, hey, I'm going to leave my personal choice to wear a hat or a shirt or whatever that might seem problematic to some people or might be offensive to some people. You need to just like don't wear that at church. Like you, to me, I think if we're going to say that like the church isn't the place, 
then as a Christian, then no place is the place, right? Like, can can that logic not extend beyond that? And I, we can disagree on that, but I'm just saying like, if I'm not wanting to offend people because I'm supposed to represent my church as a door greeter, I'm the first person that someone who might be new to my church is going to interact with. Can, can that not extend to when I go to HEB or Walmart or Target? And it's like, hey, maybe I just should avoid wearing those kinds of things. Or is it know. like, th- that's what I'm saying is I think we can disagree on that. See, but I, but I, I, I don't agree with you. And I think maybe we have a different perspective because Paul, and I'm not trying to give you a hard time, but I know you're about to like play devil's advocate and say, well, I don't know. But like, you're a great example. You don't do that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And like none of us, the three of us don't do that. So like, I agree with you, Matt. I think, man, and like in a lot of senses, like I feel very politically homeless. <laughs> like I really, really do. And I, I, I don't know. I agree with you, Matt. I, I think, yeah. I mean, if you're not going to, you know, wear it in the church for X reason, then like maybe you shouldn't, you know, outside of the church or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's true, Chandler. You're right. I don't do that. But I guess I feel like it's I feel like it's a it's a really really like big I feel like it's a big jump to say because it's inappropriate or I don't know if inappropriate is the word you would use Matt but because you shouldn't do it at church you shouldn't do it anywhere because again I go back to the line thing so it's like okay so Chandler Chandler thinks I shouldn't wear a Black Lives Matter shirt at church so can I not wear a Black Lives Matter shirt like when I go when I go to the mall or is it wrong for me like I feel like it gets very like well, then you're cutting out a lot of things, not just MAGA hats and Biden shirts. Like you're cutting out a, a lot of things, but I don't know. I could be wrong, but maybe, maybe the church greeter thing, it, it's like, Hey, let's just not do it there because like what you said, Chandler, you're representing your church. You're representing Christ, which you're always representing Christ, but it's, so, you've got a major, not trying to use the word flag, but you got a big banner above you that says, I follow Jesus Christ. I'm volunteering at my yeah. church. When you go to Walmart, nobody's going to know you're a Christian if they don't interact with you in any way. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's hard. Because so, when you bring up the black Lives matter thing, Paul, like I don't have a problem. Like even myself, like would wear a shirt to Walmart or have somebody wear a shirt to Walmart. I hear what you're saying. Um, yeah. I don't know that it comes down to me. It's like in the church, the main thing should be the main thing. And when it comes like Paul, you've brought up like orphan care a couple of times. Like, well, what happens if I like wear Like, can I wear a foster care shirt or whatever. I think it comes down to like human dignity type of stuff. If like, if we're promoting like human dignity specifically, then like, yeah, like you can wear that shirt or whatever. But, but even then, I I don't know if like the place is at the church to use that as like a platform for, I don't know, some of those things. I was about to say social justice, but I, but I, I think that we should be talking about racism in the church. You know what I'm saying? I think we should be talking about racism in the church. I don't know if that, if, if, if talking about racism in a, in addressing social, social injustice, social injustice, <laughs> <laughs> don't make fun of me. Okay. Social injustice is the same thing as wearing a black lives matter shirt on the stage. I, I, I agree with you on that. See that what sucks about this whole conversation is it just comes back to that even with topics like this, things that should be so straightforward about what a church talks about or how the church should act, we're scared that they come off as political. Right. Yes, which is why That's a lot of so the times annoying. I think I think the church wants to just omit themselves from the conversation. So like whether, you know, like 
yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get started. It's just frustrating. Like there are things that the church should be doing and believing in and pushing for. And we're scared because it sounds like, no, the government, there are two sides of the government that are fighting about this right now. Like we're going to, we're going to pick the government side and, and the government's going to push for the government laws are going to fix that for me. The church doesn't have to do it. And that pisses me off. But at the same time though, like we've got to admit that there's been times where we've been frustrated with responses from churches that have omitted the government entirely from the solution yeah because we've even talked about how frustrated (laughs) we are that the answer is well we just need to love like jesus oh we just need the gospel and it's like no we need that stuff and we need policy reform and we need you know legislation that can help bring change so where's how how can you marry those two or not marry those two but how can you talk about both of those things and how can you be an advocate from the platform um that talks about yes we need the gospel yes we need changed hearts but at the same time we do need policy reform like how how do we talk about that from the stage or in our groups or whatever how does the church talk about that then if we're saying that it's it's because right now we're saying it's one or the other yeah i think it's really important and obviously no church is the same in the way that people respond to certain Attire, movements, political leanings is different in different churches and people are just different in those respects. I think it is, and y'all probably agree with this. I think it is really, 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 really important for church staff, for pastors and leaders to really pay attention on a case by case basis where our people are at. And we should address like Christian nationalism and stuff like that. That's like, Hey, like Mm -hmm. this is an issue or even it. Like we're talking about like the attire thing or even any of what we talked about, the music thing. I think it's important. Like maybe it's not an outright, hey, no, you should not do that under any circumstance. But I think that's worth asking a question. Hey, why do you think that it's important that this happens in this service? Or, hey, why do you think it's important to wear this? You know, and like really have conversations with people about that. And I think that that ultimately that is it sounds like a small thing, but that's like the start of really correcting this perspective of like, hey, the United States of America is God and like our allegiance is to the United States of America before it is to, to, um, to the Lord, you know, yeah. yeah. I think it's having those one-on-one conversations and pointing out where like, Hey, this isn't, this isn't super appropriate for this time or for in this place or in this manner, you know, those types of things. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, I think, I guess my last thought that, that I would want to say is thinking of this topic is, um, I guess some, something that a a professor told me one time that kind of stuck with me and has changed a lot of the way I think about a lot of things and kind of brought a lot of conviction even for me is um, there are things that the church should be doing and that you should be doing as a Christian um, that you, you shouldn't have to be counting on the government for or you shouldn't expect the government to do for you. And so I think um, I guess something as, as we talk about this balance and things, um, we, we can talk about the balance of politics and we can try to find the line for politics, but, but if, if we as Christians are really pushing the kingdom and trying to live, um, lives like Christ and imitate Christ and, and follow him and be involved in our churches, I think, um, a lot of this will be not figured out like for us or it's still a hard conversation. It's still hard, hard to find the line, but I think that, that our churches would be a lot better off if we were seeking that a lot more than seeking, a political agenda or having a certain party um, win an election. Yeah. If your hope is in the, is in a political party or the government, um, then it cannot be in Jesus. So 
it's it's been um, fun talking about this topic. I think that there's a lot more to be said, and um, it's it's been it's been a good ride. You know, I it, I think this might be the first time on the podcast where we're like not a hundred percent all in line, thinking exactly the same. Uh, and coming to the same conclusions. It's been cool to kind of talk <laughs> yeah, about it a little bit. kind of. I'll be honest. I've never seen Paul teach an American flag shirt, but. Oh, my That's, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't. But he said, he, he said he'd be okay doing that, though. Yeah, I want to see a photo this next week of you <laughs> in an American flag shirt at the church with a with a cross, like, small in the middle. Yeah, no. no, those are different than what you were saying at first. Yeah, at first, you can't. American no. flag. Oh, that's annoying. That's annoying. <laughs> yeah, you're probably I – just, I just see Chandler on the screen. You know, he's just – itching to talk he's just fuming because we we are okay with that you know yeah chandler wants me to get mad about the hypothetical pastor wearing an american flag shirt but it's not an american (laughs) flag shirt it's an american flag and a cross i hear hear what you're saying on the american flag shirt it my personal opinion is to as much as i can probably leave let america be america and let the church be the church that's like kind of where as much as possible. Chandler says pastors should only preach in a shirt with a cross on it. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> hey, no, that means no Astros jerseys, no, no Rockets no, jerseys, Kobe Bryant jersey, no, no Nike shirt, no Adidas it, shirt. I'm wearing a cross. If you're not wearing a if you're not wearing a church shirt, you're showing that you think Nike's more important, Adidas yep, more important, that's, etc. That's that's it right there. Look at you. <laughs> I think this is a great time to transition into our soapbox. Because <laughs> <laughs> some people would say that I shouldn't even wear just a t-shirt. So you should church. go shirtless or what? <laughs> I think Chandler should stop wearing a hat at church, but but that's yeah, a different that's conversation. Di- that is disrespectful to the Lord in the Lord's house. His respect for the sanctuary. Y'all are so annoying. I got told I got in trouble for wearing a hat in a sanctuary. Do I have to take my hat off whenever I pray? <laughs> if you do, you respect God. Okay, Taylor, are you ready? Are you ready for your thirty-second soapbox? No, I need some time to decompress. Y'all may be mad. All right, no, man, are you ready? We getting them hot. We getting them hot. Yeah, I'm ready. I just want to be able to see the time. A lot of times you don't show okay. me the time. Okay, okay, my bad. For our listeners, and then y'all flame me and say I go over my time. For our listeners who this is your first episode or you have really bad memory, the 30-second soapbox um, is where we take 30 seconds to talk about anything you'd like about life or ministry. So it could be a good thing, a bad thing, something you're mad about, passionate about, excited about. 30 seconds where you are just heard. We're not going to respond. We're just going to let you say whatever the heck you want to say. So Matt, are you ready? All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Hey, I know I'm super late to the party. It came back out in like in March or, or maybe early April. But go on YouTube, watch The Chosen. Uh, it is um, about, you know, Jesus and the disciples and kind of during that time. It's incredible. It's not cheesy and corny and horrible acting. They actually have a pretty diverse cast from Israel and other places in the world in the Middle East. Uh, it's incredible. The Chosen, you can watch them for free on YouTube. Go and watch them. It's actually really, really, really good. Nice. Nice. I haven't seen that. It's it's been recommended to me. I haven't seen it. Okay. It act. I say actually because look, if someone tells me to go watch like a Jesus story of Jesus's life or something, they're normally either really corny or poorly written, or they're like actors are all white, and I'm like, bro, this is the Middle East. Like these dudes aren't. They at least make them olive. Like you don't got to make them like super dark or something if that's not how they were. But they weren't. They weren't blonde haired, blue eyed white people. And so the yeah. chosen, the chosen does a good job of that. And 
it gives like personality to the disciples and to, and to Jesus. It isn't just like the only words they say or verbatim scripture. So it's cool. There's some creativity there that I thought was really cool. It's really, really good to watch. That's cool. All right, Chandler, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh yeah. Here we go, baby. All right. He's got a 30 second soap to clarify his stance on American flag shirts. <laughs> Shut up. Clar- clarify his, his stance on his respect for the Lord. Three, two, one. <laughs> Okay, so very simply, what I wanted to talk about today is uh, I think that it's really time to normalize conversations regarding mental health. Uh, I think a lot of times, even growing up, even when I've talked to some people now, they view like, oh, I'm going to counseling or I'm going to therapy as like almost a negative thing. And we don't share those things with each other of like, hey, yeah, I am going to counseling and this is why. And like, let me talk about those things. So I just think it's time to normalize conversations about going to a counselor. Uh, It's okay that you go to a counselor or therapist. you know, those kind of things. I think I went over a little bit. But. No, you're good. That's great. Great word. Counseling, literally a life changer. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I saw it's, it's cool. You say that Chandler today. I saw someone saying like that, uh, that they're surprised that our public school system doesn't have, um, classes on, on mental health or how to cope with mental health or, or more resources, yeah. even in like the public education system. I thought that was, I didn't yeah. ever really thought about it like that, but that's best thing. Best thing I ever heard was, uh, I had a, there was a pastor at a conference that said, Hey, like you have a coach for, uh, your body, you have a coach to teach you school, you have a coach to teach you, you know, sports, you know, those kinds of things. He's like, then you also need a, a coach for your mind. So hmm. that's a good word. All right, Paul, you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, go. All right. So this is my first soapbox that is kind of serious and dark, but um, a lot of y'all probably saw what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse, that 17 year old that shot a couple of people. And I just want to say I'm like super disappointed and hurt by a lot of the response I'm seeing from people as a student pastor at the end of the day, um, regardless of your views on what happened, I see a 17 year old who shot a few people and a few people who are now dead. And um, it is not something to be celebrated. I don't think it's something that we should be excited about. Um, I'm going to go over my 30 seconds. I already see the timer ending and I'm going to pull a chain there. I'm going to go a little longer, but um, I just, no, I, I just like, I don't know the, this, the whole story around it, if you don't know what happened, it just depressed me and is really dark no matter what side you take. And I just see celebrating on a little bit of both sides, to be honest. And I see um, a lot of calling people heroes that I don't think are heroes and excitement about things that aren't exciting. And people are using this to to say how thankful they are for, for certain policies and gun laws, whatever. I don't know. I just... It's really, really gross. At the end of the day, like we see a 17-year-old who, who shot and killed a few people and um, my heart breaks for, for a lot of people in that situation. And I just like, it's just really dark and, and it it's, it's sickening to see people take situations like that and, and push some kind of agenda. Mm, yeah. That was my minute and a half soapbox. My bad. Yeah. We need to, we need to mourn those things and get off social media. Yeah. I know I texted, I texted, uh, I texted one of my friends this week cause we were talking about, um, a friend of ours is actually a friend of ours who we saw post something about that story. And I was surprised about his opinion on it. And I said, my friend, and I said, dude, I don't know why I'm still on social media. All it does is make me mad. I go on there to get mad. I know someone's going to upset me. Y'all conversation for another time today. I was online for, for about an hour looking for a flip phone, man. Um, yeah, but I'll keep you updated. <laughs> yeah, All right. Well, Hey guys. Yeah. Loved having the conversation today. Uh, I'm a little frustrated, but it's all good. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Love y'all. Uh, great conversation to our listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Life of Ministry Podcast. We'll see you next time.